so we just watched i almost said season 13 season 14 (laughs) episode three yes the scar the scar oh that was the episode title okay it's because i wrote season 13 down you did in my notebook (laughs) i'm just stuck in last year it's cool yeah it's all good um i'm sally i'm kira you're listening to it's funnier in enochian the podcast yes and yeah, we just watched that episode. Yeah, we're we're feeling a little a little worse for for the wear, <laughs> a worse for wear today. So it's uh, going to be a rambly one. Yeah, it will. But that's okay. <laughs> if you're still listening, that's what you're here for. Exactly. So I will admit that I kind of feel like you know when like you like when you show up for class and you're kind of there but you're not. Yes. Like that's how I feel like right now. I totally get it. Yeah. It's like okay, it's a, though. Like, it's an 8 a.m. class, yeah. and you're just kind of like, why am I here? <laughs> it's cool, though, because I'm the keener that is a morning person and has lots of energy and is going to be hyped up no matter what, because I'm a teacher's pet. So Yeah, but so am I, and I still felt that way sometimes. I suppose. I guess I just meant for today. <laughs> oh, like, okay. in today's context. Cool. I'm feeling very hyped up. Yay. So. We'll balance each other out. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> So to start with. That was, such a, <laughs> that was such a lame move, but also indicative of current moods. Yep. Okay. Anyways, yep. so. So this episode, the beginning, <sighs> the beginning of this episode. Was good? Well, I don't I remember the very, remember. very beginning, but yeah. I do remember when Dean comes back to the bunker. Yes. And there's Jack. And then... And- Swell of music. The music swells and there's Cass. And you know what? I don't even care no. that there was no hug. Don't no. even care because that was no. the funniest. It was greatest. So perfect. Like it was such like literal literal fanfare. Yes. <laughs> I just this I'm episode... the only one that's gonna appreciate that pun. It's fine. <laughs> I know I noticed it and was just kind of like, okay, I, I see that one. I see it. It's not going to talk about not gonna it. Not going to talk about it. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's going to let fine. that one go by. Yeah. Um, But no, the thing about this episode that stood out for me as a Destiel shipper and as a person watching this episode is Dean and Cass are married and no one can convince me otherwise. Yes. I they just... It, I feel like they've just hit the point where Cass is the female love interest as oh, we, yeah. it's been set up for 100%. the first, like, but especially in this season. No, but that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, this season, it's one, like, they're running home with Yeah. It. We haven't seen a lot of tension between the two of them. No. They're just married. Yes. And that's, like, this entire episode was yeah. just, like, them supporting each other, them staring at each other with hard eyes, like... Yep. Just little stuff where mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, cool. We've reached this point. Yeah. I'm down with it. It's yeah. canon. Exactly. <laughs> like, like Cass would never be the one to be like, oh, yeah, you, Sam, you just go along with Dean. Like, I have to take care of this. Like, yeah. it was normally like Cass being like, let me come. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Like, it's okay, honey. You go off to work. I'll take care of the stuff around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly what it was. I'll look after the kids because... He had to do a lot of uh, dad duty this episode. Yes, he was on dad duty this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. I was going to say daddy duty, but that sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> also this episode, a thing that I noticed too that I keep meaning to say and keep forgetting to say, but I don't know if you noticed this, but I feel like since like season 10 – their scenes where they're driving in the Impala have had a really distinctive look yes. that I really, really like. Yeah. Every time they're in the car, I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful, like, it's just a, an yeah. attractive shot. Yes. And, well, because I think, too, what it is, actually, is that they're varying them enough. Yes. Like, it's not even that the shots are, like, it's not just that the shots are different, they're framed better and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like in the first 10 se- or like the prior 10 seasons um it was just a lot of recycled you know a yeah. lot of like almost pseudo stock footage yes. whereas now it's like 
Yeah. There's more variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with talking a lot. It's okay. Oh no. Just relax. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Um. So Sam and Jody. Also, this was like. Oh yes, you a got shipping heavy episode you, for me. You you got what you were looking for. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still ship it. I ship it so hard. This was great. Yeah. This was great. I'm gonna watch that scene again. Mm-hmm. Like I all I want is for Jody to touch Sam's beard. That's how the episode opened. It 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 opened with Dean making fun of Sam's beard. <gasps> That's what it was. Yeah. And that was a good scene. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did. I thought she did touch it. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, the way that you said it oh. was like it didn't. <laughs> oh no no no. Or the way I understood it. Sorry. It's cool. I'm probably not making sense right now either. No, you're making perfect sense. (laughs) I mean, I'm making about the amount of sense that I'm normally making, which is... (laughs) Which is a lot. Some. Too hard on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I think why I don't have a lot to talk about is because I'm just disappointed that we're right back to this third episode, Dean's back, bullshit. And I really want to hear your theories because, yeah, I feel like they explained it away in this episode Mm -hmm. in terms of why Dean was acting so weird. And sure, it makes sense. Nice, pretty bow, which is maybe a little bit suspicious. It's a nice, pretty bow about it. But I I don't know. I'm just fucking disappointed. I kept looking for a moment where they're just going to, like, pull the rug out from under our feet and it didn't happen. And so I'm kind of like, okay. So, I mean, I think part of this is just, like, I just have such low expectations that, like, and I, and I work really hard to have low expectations. Okay, um, so it is work, so I'm not completely no. insane. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, you're not insane at all. And, uh, like, I 100% agree with with your perspective uh, like it, it is it's like they they always do this they did it with demon dean they did it with like but also too what makes it more frustrating is mm-hmm. that they know yeah like the what the response was to demon dean yeah. and how quick that was so like okay are we gonna get it? it like are they gonna save the joke for you know like are they gonna save the punchline to the joke of like oh no gotcha we didn't actually you know get rid of yeah. him in episode three or is it really just yeah so so what I think is, A, I think, and again, this is similar to what I said last week about Nick, but it's like, oh, right. When Nick only I know. got mentioned. Yeah. He didn't, we didn't even see him. Yeah. I didn't even, oh, see, okay, there's just too many people. I know. Well, okay. you, you were saying that, and like half of my comments are like, I, I keep, I kept forgetting that people were there. Mm-hmm. Um, forgot that Jody was going to be in the episode. Mm-hmm. I forgot about, um, ugh, not... I, for, I mean, I forgot about Rowena again. Mm. Forgot about Bobby and Mary until mm. just now. Forgot about uh, Charlie. Like, I forgot about everyone. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many different plot lines going on that it's like... And I'm not used to this many people being I know, alive. I know. Everyone's alive. It's great. For how long? Dun, dun, dun. Um, but... So, but... So I think that once we find out... Because it's like there are still lots of unanswered questions. When we find out what happened to Michael, that will be... It won't necessarily make this better. But, you know, they've said that Michael is not the big bad for this season. I know. So I'm like, either the big bad for this season is going to suck and we're going to be like... Ah, uh, you screwed the pooch. You should have kept Michael. Mm-hmm. Or the big bad is going to be good. And we're going to be like, oh, sweet. I don't care that Michael was bad. Um, You know, like one of those two things is going to happen. But we'll at least know, know who's coming, you know? But yeah, so it's like, so we'll know. Like that question will be answered. At some point, we'll know why Michael left Dean, and we'll know who the big bad for this season is going to be. And that will either make this better or worse. 
I think my big thing is that I'm still refusing. This is my problem. I'm still refusing to accept that Michael's actually not in Dean anymore. Yeah. And I could go either way. At this point, I kind of think that he's he is gone. And I am a little disappointed by that because I'm like, really? But, but the thing that I liked about this episode was... You know Kira doesn't like an episode when she doesn't have anything to say about it. <laughs> which it sucks because I do love this episode. Yes. Like so many cool yeah. things happened in it. Well, and yeah, it, it just... Yeah. And I told <laughs> I know. I'm so articulate right now. Oh my god. Um... But I think that this episode offered me more things that I'm invested in yeah. than you, it offered you things that you were invested in because yeah. I'm invested enough in yeah. Sam and Jody that yeah. like that made up for some of its failings, whereas yeah. for you it did not. No. The thing – so things that I liked about this episode and the things that I liked about the way it recycled – same old bullshit. Yes. No, I. it was very well done. Mm-hmm. I will agree. But so my thing about it recycling the same old bullshit is I think we've gotten to a point in Supernatural where it keeps spiraling back and spiraling back. But every time they're learning a little bit. <laughs> a very little bit. And like, because <laughs> the way, one of the things that I noticed in this episode was that In the past, we've talked about Sam acting like a boy and having these responses to Dean where he's behaving, not even like he's behaving like a child, but he's, he's coming emotionally from a place of like being the younger brother and being a boy. And I think that him telling Dean, you need to talk to me, like... Oh, it, yeah. Like, he yeah. was expressing himself yeah. like an adult. He was doing a really good job yes. communicating how he felt and what he needed from Dean. Yes. And then at the end, Dean literally said, you were right, that and communicated true. back. And I was like, like, my thought was yeah. like, look at them communicating like men. Yeah. Um. So I think that this is the thing that happens when they cycle back around is and this is like and this is a choice that i'm making in terms of the way i view the show yeah but i'm not expecting forward movement i'm expecting cycling back around recycling the same and like gaining new information from those passes back yeah around and 100% that's like from me looking at the show in a certain way not necessarily from a virtue of the show you know i would kind of disagree just in the sense of that um the show is based in myth yeah and myth is inherently cyclical Mm -hmm. so i I would say like no it's not it's not purely just how you're viewing it Mm -hmm. maybe like in terms of specifics yeah like detail because it it does deviate from the whole like mythos building mm-hmm. thing quite a bit um but no but yeah i i do see that i do see this almost regression progress dance yeah, yeah. even even like within itself like like with dean acting the way that he did and it being very similar to how he was with kaya mm-hmm. um and pointing that out yeah um Sorry, I just realized that I wasn't really properly talking into my mic. But anyway, <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, We're professionals, we swear. Yeah, so, oh my God, it's so professional. Like, I have a degree in audio engineering. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, <laughs> considering. <laughs> considering. I mean. would <laughs> be like, where did you study? Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I saying? I can't remember. The regression pro- oh, yes. progress. Yeah. So I think like where we saw that too is with like where it's like the second that Dean comes back, everything's supposed to like snap back to the same. 
but it doesn't because there's a whole bunch of other people in a bunker mm-hmm. too. So it's like there are these like moments where, you know, it's like, oh, everything's the same, but not quite. Everything's the same. Oh, no, but not this. Yeah. You know, like, but, but it is almost kind of just like being in, you know, a very boring alternate reality. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I noticed this time around in terms of, like, them maturing mm-hmm. um, is, and this is, again, the Sam Jody shipper in me, but in the past there has been a certain amount of, like, Jody momming them. Yes. And that was absent no, in this episode, especially all. between her and Sam. Yes. Which I really liked. Yeah. Um, Chief. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so that was yeah that was really awesome um but they were just i can't help it but every time sirens come on while we're recording i think about that blooper oh yeah of them okay good. every single time <laughs> except the thing is that my instinct <sighs> is to do what they do yes which is to be silent yes and move my mouth and yes. i'm like no one <laughs> can see me so this is wasted <laughs> <sighs> yep yeah <clears throat> um but I don't know. Another, like, I think that the way parental roles have switched around on this show is interesting, too. Yeah. And that you see. It makes it sound like I live in a really rough neighborhood. Yeah, I know. I really don't. This is just nice Toronto. <laughs> um, but you see Cass being Jack's father. Mm-hmm. You oh, see oh. Sam. I'll go get you some soup. Oh, my God. The soup thing. The soup thing. But you, you see Sam being Jack's father. Yeah. You see Dean mm. being... Being John Winchester. Being John Winchester, yeah. Oh, I just realized yeah. that. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Good insight. Ugh. Okay, so this is the problem is I'm just going to have to rewatch this episode. <laughs> Because I think I came at it all wrong. Okay. And two, I think I was slightly tainted with what I watched this morning, which was the latest Halloween. Yeah. It was pretty good, but it's a very different, like, kind of horror. Yeah. Horror. 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 <laughs> it's a very different kind of horror. <laughs> uh, I'm five, guys. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Uh, ooh, I should string together all the times that we say that we're just like singular digit age and where the other person says it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we do that it's, a lot. Yeah, it's a running a- gag for sure. It's fine. We're both children. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Because I was just going to say how I still want <laughs> I still want a cupcake. <laughs> What you guys missed before we started recording is that Kira wants a cupcake. Oh my god, all of the Americans that listen to us are going to think that I'm fucking high. I promise I'm not. I'm just really tired. Well, now they're really going to think you're high. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Back to the show. Um, so Dean is John Winchester. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so then you get the Oof. parental subgroups. Yeah. Where Dean and Cass are parents. Yes. Co-parents. Yeah. And then Sam and Jody are co-parents. And, mm. like, just the it, the – I feel like people repeatedly – are parenting each other and parenting themselves. And I'm not particularly articulate about this. I feel like I could, I don't know, write an interesting like paper about it, but because they're (laughs) all like adults whose parents are absent and they're all just trying to parent each other and themselves and the people that they feel like they have to parent. Well, yeah. And then there's another parallel with like Jack in particular, like separate from those parts yeah in terms of how he interacts with 
the girl. Yeah. And the fact that she was a runaway and that's why she was in the situation that mm-hmm. she was in and what was he going to go do? He yeah. was going to run away from home. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, it's it's that, uh, um, we're getting both ed- edges of the sword. It's not just seeing like these different co-parents and themselves being, you know, um, parentless, if you will. Um, we're also seeing like a quote-unquote child or an offspring that is parented that you know like we, we have jack and then yeah. we also have like claire and alex and yeah. patience that like yeah they're not on screen but they're very much a part of the episode in terms of like jody mm-hmm. right so it's that yeah and unfortunately i i think that a lot of i don't know if you got this um uh while you were watching especially when whenever jody came up and she was mentioning them i felt like what was what was in between the lines in terms of especially some of the stuff that Jody was saying about Claire, how she's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, go home to that with this and stuff. Like it felt, it felt like there was something that we were missing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like what we were missing is wayward. Yeah. Basically. And let's not to say that like we're not going to see it depicted in like later yeah. episodes, but I think we're very much seeing where like this, this episode probably would have happened either way yeah Does that makes sense like it would have been like a tie-in mm-hmm. um, but right now the wayward part of it is like implicit yes that we are like rather filling than, in the gaps exactly. rather than getting it exactly yeah anyway I know. but but yeah but the like i really liked now thinking about it that kind of balance mm-hmm. between and that like through line between those many plots that yeah feel a little overwhelming for like a supernatural episode yeah <sighs> um so to go back to dean uh-huh. and dean's um just what's going on with him and what's going on with uh michael and everything um one thought that i had was he was possessed by an archangel who else was possessed by an archangel nick Right. And so my thought is maybe some of this is whatever happened to Nick, like whatever being possessed by Lucifer did to Nick also happened to Dean because of being possessed by Michael. And that thing that Kaya said, or not Kaya, fake Kaya, whatever her name is. um, Kaya. (laughs) <laughs> said yeah said about <coughs> excuse me because he was like i'm nothing like him and she was like no you were like him before that mm. so it does seem like there's this running thing of like you know lucifer or <sighs> nick maybe was a monster right. before lucifer turned him into one yeah mike <sighs> I am messing up these names so it's bad. All good. Dean, Dean had these was, tendencies, had these before. tendencies yeah. beforehand, you know. So it seems like that actually might be a thing that's going to get followed up with. Right. Um, I know this is probably stating the obvious, but, you know, we're all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, could those things be why they, well, I guess not for, because Nick wasn't a true vessel, right? He was a substitute. Cause he, he was like, a substitute, but he wasn't. Because he, remember, he was like falling yeah, apart. Yeah. And the only reason why he survived like the second mm-hmm. round is because he was like powered up. Yeah. By like whatever Crowley did. I still think that he was. Like he was more viable than like Lucifer just going into any old yeah. person. But not the like, same I still, as Sam. I still think he was like. Higher on the list. The second. Yeah, I just everything, everything <laughs> I want to say is a hockey reference. Use it. Use well, it I'm just like, it. It, you know, it's some draft years. There's one first overall <laughs> pick that's like leagues above everyone. And sometimes you have Nolan Patrick and Nico Hishier, who it's like no one knows who it's going to be until the last minute. And maybe Sam and Nick were a little bit closer than like Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel. 
So that was a little bit more than a reference. <laughs> that was like an analogy. But anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I under... No, I understood what you were saying. <laughs> I got you. I feel like I made it accessible. Kinda. Yes, 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 you did. Um, either way, I feel like I feel like Nick was like... Did you enjoy that? I enjoyed it so much. Oh, my goodness. Also, you know guys, what? guys, I touched the Stanley Cup yesterday. <laughs> And we're going to lose. <laughs> Shh. Shh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, talking you're good. About you're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it, I feel like Nick was chosen very, like, I think Lucifer really wanted Sam, but I think that Nick was also special. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, but anyways, what I was trying to get to was <laughs> that I, I think that there's maybe, but speaking to that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe there's something about being a vessel in terms of having like some sort of attribute that's somewhat similar to the occupier. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. Yes. Hopefully. Maybe. I just realized something though mm-hmm. that. I don't know, because I don't want to say that it is the case, but yeah, my mic was definitely turned the wrong way. Anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't want to say that this is definitely the case, but <sighs> was this a filler episode? I mean, or like a stepping stone? Yes. Well, I feel like it was an episode <clears throat> that was designed to convey information rather than mood if yes. that makes sense yes because that last does make episode sense. i mean we got lots of information last episode but last episode felt more almost emotional. like cinematic yes I, yes I don't, in its you know it, was, though. it had these really fantastic like <clears throat> scenes that were like juicy i hate myself for saying that but, but they were they were juicy they were it had it you know, it had these scenes, it felt, it conveyed emotions. This episode, really, it, it felt like it was serving a purpose. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Perfunctory. Yeah. Um, Bobo did some <clears throat> some great things yes. within the episode. So, the, 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 just the greatest, the greatest. <sighs> Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbians. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm so happy they did I know. that. I'm like, so and happy, and it was just so like smooth. It and, was perfect. Like, we both did like a what? Wait, what? <laughs> and I just love the fact that they didn't make a big deal out of it yes. because this is what I want <clears throat> out of media. Is I don't like want to watch a game <clears throat> movie. This is why I didn't watch Love Simon. Right. Like this is why I get pissy because like i'm an old jaded queer who's like <laughs> that's bullshit you know but it's like i don't i like supernatural mm-hmm. i like watching action movies mm-hmm. and movies about music you know if i have to pick between watching love simon and alien i'm gonna pick wow. alien partly because it's a amazing movie you know it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a bad comparison <laughs> i would but, say it was a bad comparison <laughs> but you know it's like i'm gonna want to watch a movie that's like a good movie that's a genre that i like yes a tv a good tv show yeah. i don't want to watch a gay tv show mm-hmm. i want to watch a thriller tv show or like a teen comedy tv show mm-hmm. or a legal procedural, whatever. Right, 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 right. So this was perfect because it's like, yeah, having having Claire and Kaya be in love is just like a random thing that doesn't yeah. change the show whatsoever, like the, as it should be. The specific line was, first love strikes quick. Yeah. It was good. It was so good. Yeah. And it's like, Claire wasn't even in the episode. No. Doesn't have to be a big deal. No. It's just great. Yep. And then... What this means is also it just hammers home the extra point 
about all of the Dean and Cass parallels that they made during that initial episode. Yes, it does. <gasps> what was the title of this episode? The Scar. What did they do? They compared scars. Yeah. Except also. That's far-fetched connection, <clears throat> but I don't care. I, I need to take any little it's joy good. from this. I liked it. Um, <sighs> I, the one, one scene in this episode that I loved was Dean. Okay, calm down, everyone. <laughs> There's a building that's right across from me that, like, everyone likes to just pull the fire alarm all the time. Great. Yeah, good times. Oh, yeah, we don't usually lights outside your window. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> we don't usually record this late. That's why. Uh, yeah. It tends to be more active at night, of course. True. But anyway, sorry. Oh, the scene. Before we were rudely interrupted. <sighs> the scene where Dean was looking at his scar. Yes. Oh, right. it was like a perfect parallel Ugh. to the first episode mm-hmm. of season four. Yes. And good old Lazarus Rising. Oh, now I want to watch that. I know, right? I need to go back and look at my notes. It's not on Netflix anymore. I know. <sighs> Do you own it? Well, yeah. Okay. But I'm too lazy to put it in <laughs> DVD player. <laughs> I'm such a fucking millennial. It hurts. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Everything I want to do right now is a gesture and not a phrase. <laughs> the tiniest violin. Um, uh, but that worked. Okay, you subtitled okay. it. It's fine. <laughs> um, I want to go back and look at my notes and what I thought about season 13. Because I remember we talked a lot about um, early supernatural parallels. Yes, we did. Last season. Yes, and how it harkened back a lot to three to two and three. I yeah. see where you're going now. So I'm like, okay, now have we reached the beginning of I think season so. four? Like where where are they going? Yeah. With all of these parallels right. and pickups. Yeah. Um hmm. goes back to the like cycling around thing. Yes. Um, but I wanna go back because I remember last season I was predicting that someone was going to be a martyr be a martyr and i'm like okay maybe that just hasn't happened yet and it's gonna happen this season i i have a feeling that at the end of the season we're very much going to look at 13 and 14 like we did the season finale of 13 and the premiere of this which is that they're very much connected i can explain that better in the sense that the space between 13 and 14 is mid-season, mm. not yeah. finale and premiere. Yeah. Like 13's, like it's one big gigantic season in a way. Hmm. Just because we didn't really get a climactic ending. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't. Like we did, but we didn't. It didn't feel like, <sighs> like rising past. action, like yes. in the way totally. that previous seasons have felt very like action rising season finale like the plotting used to be a lot more straightforward yeah and formulaic um and it wasn't last season no and not necessarily in a good way yeah yeah Ooh, can we talk a little bit because it's literally the only note that i have written Mm -hmm. down oh that's terrible um but about the whole dean being weaker thing Ooh, yeah because that struck me right away as being like that's not like Dean to react like that. He'd laugh about that and be like, I don't care. You know? And I do get it in terms of how it was explained in terms of like he spent that time treading water and, you know, he spent that time feeling so weak and all this kind of stuff and not being strong enough and da 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 But I don't know. It just doesn't land for me. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense to me. I have a theory. Okay. Um, not really like a theory. I'm doing An this idea. thing where I'm like psychoanalyzing Dean, but that's what I always we always do. Yeah. So. So. Um, What's new? <laughs> but I think that Dean. I think part of the reason why this didn't land 
for you and maybe for me is because for the past few seasons, Dean has been getting more and more confident and dealing and working through his insecurities, daddy issues, all of that stuff. And so he hasn't really had to face his insecurities in a while and he's been making a lot of emotional progress and I actually think that being possessed by Michael hurt him and shook him up in a very specific way I think it brought up some of his daddy issues um that we saw in him making that comment to Jack where you like you were like oh he's John Winchester um I once made a note on my phone because I was listening to a lot of hair metal and there's this great song called um, Metal Health Bang Your Head um, <laughs> by uh, Quiet Riot. And one of the lines is, I'm not a loser and I, and I ain't no weeper. And the note that I made was Dean's deepest fear is that he is a loser and a weeper. Right. Because he 100% loves that song like that is that is a dean winchester classic like it's the exact era it's the exact type of song where i'm like he fucking loves that song and the thing that that music taps into in its appeal to young men is it's young men who feel like they're losers and weepers and it's songs that are telling them that they're cool and powerful Right. And that they don't need anyone. They just need themselves. They're part of this community of rock stars. And, you know, they're cool anyway. But it's speaking to people who have these insecurities about masculinity. So I think that when Kaya... A.U. Kaya, like... We know who we're talking about. ...says, you know, you're afraid... And you're weak. Mm -hmm. I think that in the past, he would have felt those same insecurities, but he would he still had that facade, right, of being able to be like, "Bitch, please, like, I'm a tough guy. Like, here, let me like puff up my chest and prove to you how like." Or or like let me laugh it off because like right. this is how I like my defense mechanism for this or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I think now, immediately after this possession, right, it's like it 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 almost hits him hard because of how much progress he's made. Right. And that because he has this like recent trauma, mm-hmm. but he's also made all of this progress to break down his defense mechanisms and to like be like a stronger better person i just realized i'm dean winchester (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) damn it well i know i'm gonna be for halloween (laughs) Uh, you own plaid right (laughs) yes i do that works out well i realized something what that has now made me fall in love with this episode yeah so you mentioned how there's you know, with that scene with the the scar and everything and hearkening back to Lazarus uh, rising, there's another moment at the end of this episode that harkens back to a very important part. And I can't, I don't think it was in Lazarus rising, but it was in season four, Mm -hmm. obviously. And it involves, okay, so just to like backtrack a little bit. In this episode, Sam... As, as he's, you know, trying to get, as you said, Dean to talk to him, he makes a point to say, hey, you know, it's just been a blink for you, but, like, I've been, you know, I've experienced these weeks where you haven't been there. And there was another time where that happened. There's been multiple times, but yes. there was another time where actually Sam was wrong. And Dean had experienced that time away to a very extreme degree and that was in hell and so he just also referenced that time where he finally broke down and told sammy about 
you know, his time in hell and what he became and all of that kind of stuff. Except, like you said, there's been improvement. They're, like, we're learning, right? They're learning. <clears throat> One, it didn't take him a whole season or a whole half a season to confess this to Sam. It's within the same episode. Yeah. It's within, like, we can argue a week of him being back mm -hmm. in, in, you know, uh, canon time or whatever. But also, too, what he experienced and his frame of reference for it is very different. Yeah, he didn't necessarily remember what he was doing as Michael. His memory is more about, like, drowning in water. But now with the memories of what Michael did in his body, he's not owning that. Or at least not yet. There's still opportunity for them to mess that up and for him to, you know, own it for some reason. But I, I didn't, I don't know. Did you feel like he I owned mean, it at all? I didn't love his monologue at the end about how everything is his fault. Oh, right. Yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> See, I've pretty much blocked out the yeah. episode already. But yeah. But like, the, the thing about that, I feel like, is at least when he's talking about that, he's saying that like. Well, and he's saying it. And he's, he, he's saying it, but he's also saying that it's his fault because he said yes. Mm -hmm. he's not saying like it's his fault because he was in his yeah. like like something stupid yeah yeah and i'm like yeah it is your fault is. like meh. Yeah. um you know so so there's that yeah but no that i agree uh, one thing that's fascinating is yeah no the the hell and the possession by michael parallel makes perfect sense mm -hmm. um but the uh, he he's just had a wild range of experiences because that time it was hell and getting pulled out by an angel yeah and in between that we have purgatory we have demon dean and now we have possessed by an angel yeah and i still want to know because, like, they didn't... It's almost like going full circle. Yeah. <laughs> In a way. Um, They didn't say how or why Michael left. No. But I'm going to be okay. mad if it's just because the body was injured. No, that's not why. Oh, okay. I ha I do actually have a oh, theory. okay. Okay. And I, I just remembered that right. until just now. Okay. So what did Michael say last episode about, like, to um to that chick, that vampire... When, when, do you remember when, um, all I talking about the stuff about I own you? Um, <laughs> no, not that stuff. <laughs> all I remember is the sexy stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> so other than the sexy stuff, there was also this thing about a trap and a bait. Oh. Right? And there's also this other thing that I picked up on, uh, while scrolling through Tumblr, Tumblr and, uh, seeing multiple gift sets. Where um, when Dean is, or Dean, shit, okay. When Michael is talking to the head, um, the alpha werewolf or whatever, mm -hmm. and saying, why be the hunted when you can be the hunter? And so this is why, like, I still feel like he's just dormant in Dean yeah. or something. That's what leads me to be believe that. But also, I think that he he's a strategist, right? Mm -hmm. He's a general. Yeah. So wh who would be most likely to get Alt-Kaya or Aukaya out of her den? The hunters. Mm. Right? So I wonder if... That's not part of the plan. Yeah. Right? I can see, like, I, I think I think the reason why I am so resistant to him actually have uh, uh, having left Dean is because any other vessel is going to burn up. Yeah. That's what doesn't make sense about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm like, they have to explain this <gasps> somehow. Wait a minute. I thought I saw something on Tumblr or Instagram that now doesn't make sense. Never mind. Okay. The only other thing I can think of is the other vessel of Michael that exists. That is a true vessel. Oh! 
<laughs> yeah, I had I not. Oh damn! <laughs> um, Can I say it? Yeah, Adam. Oh, that wasn't even my thought. Who was it? John Winchester. Oh wait! Oh oh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I I'm just I'm I'm really going hard on the daddy issues well, here. Yeah, you know. Like, oh god, that would be something. That that would be cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. No, yours. That's good too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I just got a participation trophy. No, no, I hadn't <laughs> yeah, even. Yeah, yours is good too. <laughs> that's not how I meant it. <laughs> I know. I just. I'm just being an asshole. I'm just being <laughs> honest. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. And if this is like, if it, this is the reality, then I just don't. <sighs> there just has to be a reason. Yeah. And it's either going to be a good reason or, or it's, it's going to be, be a bad, bad reason. reason. My money's on bad at this point, yeah. which I guess is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because expectations low. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to read. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, I really no. want to read those articles now talking about how um, Michael isn't the big bad because I want to know if there's hints towards what is. Yeah. Because hm. like they haven't set up anything else, yeah. at least not yet. Yeah. Other than the switchy stuff, which 100%, I can't remember the witch's name. Brynhilda? No, fr- from the the reference that I'm thinking of. Oh. She immediately made me think of um, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. 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 Because of the age age thingy. Yeah. yeah. She also made me think of Baba Yaga. Yes. Um, yeah. With the like keeping young girls. I feel like it's a common, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, common motif. Is, um, I feel like this is a shot in the dark because another kind of thing that I picked up from it was like Hansel and Gretel in a way yeah. isn't Baba Yaga kind of it's tied like similar somewhat it's, it's tied basically in the same story right but with well like but probably like I feel like Baba Yaga is probably like the original archetype and maybe that well Baba Yaga Hansel is uh, Gretel, like came off of it um ugh, what's the word it's like Russian yes um and Hansel and Gretel is German yeah um so I, th- I think they're a similar age Oh, okay. Um, just separate cultural right. traditions. Um, Different regions. But Hansel and Gretel is with children instead of young women. Right. What? Sorry, I just thought of a reference that's not that you're not going to get, but okay. maybe maybe someone listening will get it. No, but no, I don't want to do it. It's too embarrassing. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show called Killing Eve. <laughs> and in it, like the the character Villanelle, she's like has a Russian accent. And there's this moment where she's fighting with someone and then like the person tries to run away. And what they had done was hit her with a log. And so she goes, you hit me with a log? <laughs> so yeah, anyways. <laughs> Just randomly say that. To each other at work so i love that yeah that's great <laughs> you hit me with a lot i want to watch that show you should it's act it's actually good it is i, I like, know i don't doubt it it's not disappointing <laughs> wow <laughs> that I'm was such some a shade it's such a sh- salty bitch today <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> i take it back uh okay <laughs> Um, I just hate it when I don't have something to talk about. I respect that. I respect that. Um, part of my feelings about John Winchester is the reason I thought of that is because we're due yes. for a John Winchester cameo. Yes, like God, we've already seen God. Okay, can we like move it along now? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my other thought, which I meant to bring up last episode, um, but then forgot about, which is. My constant refrain of where the fuck is Chuck? Yeah. Because it's like... We don't know. We don't know. No. What's Michael doing? Like... But I think that's the point. I think we have, like, reset back to when, like... Because, like, when Chuck went away with Amara, they were just like, okay, you'll be fine. The Earth's got you you and Sam. The Earth's got the Winchesters. I guess. That's why. Like, the whole point is he's supposed to be aloof. He's hands off fine right technically like that's my view of it 
right? And like, I guess I just feel like alternate universes like void that. How? Because Chuck was like, the world is fine because it has the Winchesters, but it like it's like he's only referring to yes to the Earth to the Earth yeah. So then it's in, like as in soon one as we universe, have, like multiples. Yes. To me, that like destroys that is fucking cosmic consequences, and <clears throat> like. I'm not saying he's going to come back or that he should come back. I just mean that it opened. There's a question there. Can I just say one thing? Yes. Maybe all of it is God's plan. (laughs) I'm way too happy with myself. If you guys could see the expression on my face. (laughs) Or the fact that I did a happy dance. (laughs) I give up. I give up. I'm done. That's, that's totally fair. It's like, <laughs> uh, quit the podcast. Uh, yeah. Slam down mic. <laughs> oh, man. Can you, can you imagine if we did a mic drop with these mics? Uh, a, make a terrible noise. Yes. B, we paid for these suckers. Yeah. And, but also, too, it's like I can't help but think of like at conventions. Oh, I know. Dropping mics, and it's just like, but those are like $1,000 mics and they survive. These aren't the thousand dollar mics, no. so I feel like they would just disintegrate. Yes, <laughs> I yes, don't know. These are not. I mean, these are lovely. Yeah, they work. They're good. They're yeah, serviceable. They do their job. <laughs> but, but still, no. But still, no, no. <laughs> uh. So, I have something else to talk about with regards to Jody. Yes, please. So, what? during that fight scene at the end. Yeah. I was watching Jody get punched in the face. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really enjoying this. Same. That's weird. Yeah. And I have a theory for why. And I can I can guess as to what your theory is, but Okay. Go ahead. So part of why I love Jody and I think part of why I ship Sam and Jody so hard is because Jody is not treated like a female character and i made air quotes Quote for unquote. all of our listeners yes um and it's like obviously i'm a slash shipper in general and to me what i get out of sam and jody are the same things that i get out of slash ships which is relationships without all of the dumb socialized gendered stuff yes that gets shoved into mainstream media yeah um and i think that that extends to every aspect of jody's character and i think that when she is in fight scenes and when she is injured it's in a very different way than we normally see female characters being injured Yes. Oh, no, 100%. Like, I like watching her get punched in the face. Yeah. Because she's getting punched in the face. Like a guy would. Like a guy would. Yeah. She's getting her arm broken like a guy would. It doesn't reflect on her strength or weakness. And to go back to the thing that I always bring up when we talk about female characters, but Wonder Woman... And like, I'm sorry, I take it back. But speaking like, speaking of a running gag. I know, right? <laughs> but like, a lot of the time I'm dissatisfied with the way women are presented in action movies well, yeah. because either they're, it's almost fetishized how they're victimized and um, experience pain. Right. You know, it's like you watch them getting beaten up or getting tortured or whatever or being in danger and it's a very gendered experience of those things or they are totally non-susceptible to injury you know it's like those seem to be the two options you either have someone who is weak and is getting shoved around in a female way right 
or they're just superhuman and they never get injured and they never experience pain. Right. And both of those things bother me. Mm -hmm. But with Jody, it's just like, yeah, she could, she broke her arm. That hurts a lot. Yeah. But of course, the first thing I thought of was like, oh no, she broke her arm. I know. <laughs> I mean, was, I, I mean, I, who, who am I kidding? I like that too. <laughs> but you do get my reference, yeah. right? Wait. Oh, yeah, oh no. I was like, oh, no, no, Sally is not getting it. Oh no. Oh no. If they kill off Jody. Oh, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. That I, it depends on how they do it if they do. I don't think they will because it's like that's not a one-to-one thing, right? <clears throat> it's not a one-to-one comparison. It's okay, breathe. breathe. Okay, You're okay. Fine. It's okay. We're okay. For for everyone who's not on the same page, <laughs> we're we're talking about when, oh, right. when Charlie yeah. broke her arm. And then when Charlie broke her other arm. And then Charlie died. Yeah. So And it's because the character explicitly referenced yes. like, you know, something about breaking an arm versus dying or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, it's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're good? Are you I'm good? good? I'm good. But I want I wanted to this is somewhat digressing from Supernatural although it is referencing, you know, what you were just talking about, which is like the betrayal. See, we did land on a theme. Oh, there right. we go. There we go. Betrayal of women in Oh, action. and we're almost at an hour. Yeah, exactly. We did great. I we know. did a good job. Um at like the 10 minute mark, I was kind of like, uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> but no, we did fine. Um Did you ever watch Split? No, I did not. You should. Because there's a great example of how, there's actually multiple great examples of how uh, women are treated in like a victim role Mm -hmm. and everything. And like it touches on this whole theme about like weakness as strength Hmm. kind of stuff. And then even to like watching Halloween and like uh, this morning and um, seeing a tweet that Jamie Lee Curtis had sent out there last week because it's like the number one movie da 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 and um you know lead over 55 three female leads ah see i know nothing about this movie yeah it's jamie lee curtis it's judy greer and then another like younger actress and judy greer plays the daughter and then the other one's the granddaughter i want to watch this yeah no i think you should i love you and yeah and she's good in it she has one great moment that's just like not just one great moment, but there's a particular moment where it's like, it's perfect. And like, there's just like, spoiler, but like there's a montage of Jamie Lee Curtis like playing with guns and just like, you know. Hashtag my aesthetic. Doing like all the stuff that like I can't remember the words for, but you know, loading them and yada yada. And it's like fucking badass. And it's awesome. And it's what we, but it's also too, it's what we see on Supernatural yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like that is the one thing that we can say yeah. is that we do see that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, so like it didn't look weird to me. Yeah. You know, whereas I can imagine maybe other people it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say? Um, well, so the, the the way the the episode ended, it's like clearly something is going on with Jack. Oh yeah, like oh no, <laughs> yeah, like, oh poor sweet and, baby. Okay, but like, did you get from that that it's been going on for a while? Yes. Okay, that's what I got too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's so not good. I, I, like I think, and he's doing, hiding it. I know. I think they're doing a good job this season of like teasing what's to come. Yes. They, they've they really, because we have so many characters, so much stuff going on, like, they have just, they've asked so many questions so far. You know, like, they haven't really answered anything. No, they, they just keep being like, oh, now you have a question about this. Now you have a question about this. What's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with this? Oh, what's happening with this over here? Um... And I'm into that because it makes me want to watch more episodes, you know. Um, I was skeptical coming into this season just because of the disappointment of the finale last season. And then also just because I got so into other stuff that during the summer, 
my, you know, being on top of my interest in Supernatural slid a little bit. Yes. Um, but because of the way these early episodes have been structured. Yeah. I'm really excited. As am I. I really want to know what's going to happen. And it's yeah. because they've done such a good job of, like, teasing literally like 20 new things every episode yes and i do want to make it clear that my disappointment in this episode has nothing to do with the efficacy of what they're trying to do it's more of a frustration with myself for looking Mm -hmm. for one thing and Mm -hmm. then because of that missing so much else because i feel like there's like so many things that i could have picked up on or would have that like say you did or like through talking about it um they came up that I would have gotten on first viewing if I wasn't so focused on looking for the moment that like you know Michael revealed that he's still there or whatever you know and I mean I will say that like a couple of the like same old crap moments like that I know you were like uh this again like I felt the same as you in those moments I just let them go. <laughs> I just made a conscious choice, right, to like not yeah. think about them. Note to self: so like you're not like it's not like you're no. you're you're like no, I know. Like I'm I, like I'm feeling the same thing. Okay, I know. So, yeah. Um, but no, by the end of this episode, I was like, we're what we're getting is domestic bunker fluff. Yeah. Like. Which I'm okay with. I'm so okay with. I just. It's amazing to me that we've gotten to a point where like. We're actually getting. What. Fanfic authors want. Like we're actually getting this like. Hyper domestic. Slice of. Slice of life. Slice of life bunker stuff. Yeah. And. Makes me think a lot of Charmed actually. Yeah. And, And it's new. It's not really. A fluff it's, that it's we've not seen rehashed before. exactly yeah um this is the first time they've really seemed this domestic yeah, no, <laughs> like it's so true and yeah. i'm just like i'm curious as to whether they stick with that yeah or whether something comes in to disrupt it or or what because we haven't seen like i'm not looking for a destial resolution anymore right because there's no tension right now Mm -hmm. it's like all of like season 12 beginning of season 13 there was so much tension even like going back to season eight it's like Cass is like you know being brain controlled by Naomi and hiding things and then they're like beating each other up and confessing that they love each other and like blah 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 and then it's like my wish for the resolution happened. Yeah. They had this emotional moment. We had the grief arc. And now it's just like, I'm not looking for it to become canon anymore because, it I, I mean, I said this earlier in the episode, but it just like, it, it, it is. There's, yeah. there's no tension. Yeah. And I'm curious as to whether they're going to add tension in. Not even with Dean and Cass, but whether they're going to add tension into... Into the domestic space. Yeah. And, well, I think there's a good view on who that might be. Oh, Jack? Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the foil, if you will. Yeah. But then the fascinating thing about that is that's going to emphasize the, like... Well, yeah. Domestic togetherness of the other characters. Because, again, regardless of Destiel, you have three dads and th- they're all co-parenting together so if if jack is the tension point it's just gonna bring you know sam and dean and Cass sort of closer together and then you add mary and bobby into the mix who we didn't even see at all this episode and who i did not miss really <laughs> um it's just gonna be like you know how many parents can one kid have well there was only three names on that envelope <laughs> Emotions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that signifies yeah. that this episode's over. I'm done. <laughs> We're done. Between between that and the 
arm breaking thing. I, I oh think I God. broke I you. Know, I know. <laughs> so, anyways, it's been an episode of It's Funnier in Okium podcast. Um, few places you can find us itunes google play soundcloud podcast addict anywhere that you can take our rss feed and plug it into you can listen to us uh we're also on all the social channels or most of the social channels uh including twitter uh instagram which is sorely lacking again look for improvements <laughs> as well as um tumblr and we're also on reddit too i haven't Ooh. checked it out in a while so if you've messaged us on there or posted anything to us uh sorry if we haven't replied i've just been really even. slacking yeah i forgot to tell you <laughs> <laughs> so anyways on all those social channels it's ifie podcast um and we'll see you next week with a new episode of our podcast as well as a new episode of supernatural <laughs>